0: everybody today you're listening to betterclimbingbeta.com's podcast today is your host michael and co-host tyler carson i've been promoted i'm not intern anymore so (laughs) people can be fired so (laughs) you never know but today we have a couple guests so not just one We're, we're accompanied by two two amazing women um first we have sarah hey guys and then we have julie hi and today they're gonna give these two boneheads, Tyler and I, um, a little insight on what it's like to be a mother in climb and and soon to be and a soon to be mother mm-hmm. in climb. So we don't have a lot of info about this we we've, <laughs> we've have you ever been pregnant, Tyler?
1: I thought maybe
2: once it was just bad gas. Wow, okay. So that's kind of what it feels like a lot of the time,
0: <laughs> for a, just for a much longer period for, of time. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, as as two young men, we were we're married. Hopefully, someday we will have children. Who knows? It's not really completely up to us. But yeah, um, if both, the world
1: can handle a, a mini Tyler, <laughs> I don't know yet. That's... Probably not.
0: But regardless, we've had those conversations with our wives to some extent, and both of our our wives rock climb. You guys rock climb. So we wanna know what it's like um, to, to, to be pregnant, if you can still rock climb, what it's like to rock climb after that, what it's like to have a partner who rock climbs and help you with your child and stuff like that. So, But moving forward, we just kinda wanna get to know you guys. So who wants to go first? I'll start. So we got <laughs> Julie. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So you can just say how long you've been rock climbing. Um, tell us a little bit about you know when you're pregnant how long how old your child is so on and so forth
2: okay um i started rock climbing i think it was um the summer of 2008 i believe yeah um and I have a one-year-old son. He just turned one in September. Um, September
0: what? When's his birthday? September second.
2: Oh, Labor whoa. Labor Day weekend. So Mel's <laughs> birthday, my wife's
0: birthday, September fourth, and then mine, September twenty-ninth. So oh, that's nice. Why I asked. Yeah, yeah. So those are good that was
2: birthdays. Definitely a Labor Day. Weekend it was for a you. labor-filled weekend. <laughs> um, I actually uh, had him early. His due date was the first day of fall.
1: Nice.
2: Last year. Um, his name is Silas, and then. Uh, yeah, he's cutie.
0: <laughs> so have a boy is what you're yes. telling me. Okay. So we'll, we'll. I mean, we could even talk into that if there. You know, if there is a difference between having a boy or a girl. But so you started <laughs> climbing in 2008. Um, How did you get into rock climbing?
2: Um, actually, I just I worked with a friend who um, invited me to climb time, just to check it out, um, and I decided to go and I, I got hooked pretty immediately and uh, actually the first day that I went into climb time I met my husband too oh, nice! Um, so we've you know known each other for Upwards of 10 years.
0: Did, did he ask if you needed a belay? Did he, like <laughs> no, what was, he, what, he was. What, did he do? you need a power spot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, hey, he, you look new. <laughs>
2: anybody who knows Aaron knows he's pretty shy. It was mostly me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she's like, wow, I've never been rock climbing, but I, I like, like the crowd. I was
2: like, hey, that guy's cute. <laughs> I was told I should ask you if you want a spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they don't spot at climb time. What but Aaron,
2: Aaron did teach me to belay, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Cool. So, Aaron, you pretty much, I mean, had Aaron been climbing much longer before?
2: I think he only started about a year before cool. I met him, so. so you
0: guys you know obviously hit it off, and then how yeah. long ago did you guys get married? That was kind of recent. Like, we got married three years ago, okay, cool. yeah, and then did you guys have a conversation before marriage or after marriage like was there a timeline like hey, put a put a baby in this about oven. kids uh you yeah. know
2: i we both knew we wanted kids eventually, um but really, it kind of just came up um after we'd been married a couple of years. We're like, hey, maybe it's time to do this, mm-hmm. and um it happened pretty quickly and now we have a baby. (laughs) That's always a story. Some people are like,
0: hey, don't take that for granted. Don't take making a baby for granted. And then some people were like, that was the easiest thing I've ever done.
2: Well, I thought, you know, I I thought we would have to put some planning into it, you know, and Mm -hmm. it definitely... I think Sarah can speak to that, too, <laughs> because we talked about it. just do its thing. Sarah and I are actually pretty good friends, and we talked about it, you know, and yeah. I think we have similar situations oh. where we're like, wow, that happened really quick.
0: <laughs> Sweet. All <laughs> right. snuck so, up on us. So Silas was born last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then Sarah, can you tell us when you started climbing or how long you've been climbing and a little bit?
3: Sure. Um, I started climbing about maybe 22 years ago, 1994. Five maybe around that time, uh, my dad is a family physician doctor, and one of his patients got him into it. Um, first time I ever went was outdoors up in Springfield, <laughs> kind of north Ohio, of Dayton. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, and I don't think I liked it very much. <laughs> um, but I just kind of kept doing it, and I ended up falling in love with it. Um, met like a pretty strong local Cincinnati climber uh, who became one of my best friends. I met her at the. Um, at a climbing comp in Miami, Oxford, actually. Um, And she kind of got me hooked up with the competitive circuit when I was really young. So I competed all throughout junior high and early high school doing the uh, local comps. And then I think I went to nationals about four times. Um, Climbed for a while, took some breaks from it, got back into it when I met my now husband. And it's been good.
0: That's awesome. So do you remember a time before climbing at all?
3: Not really. Yeah. (laughs) i kind of been climbing for my whole life for what it feels like pretty much. It's always been a big part of my life. It was kind of when I was younger, it was something I did together with my dad, which was really nice. Now it's something I do with my husband, which is nice and friends. Did you meet
1: him through climbing or, because I know he's a pretty avid climber as well.
3: He is. Um... So I, after college, I had moved out to Idaho for a couple years, and then I moved back. Um, He happened to be roommates with one of my good climbing friends, Grady Bagwell, who I climbed in the competitive circuit when I was younger. Um, They were having some people over, and Grady calls me up and says, hey, you should come on over, and his roommate was Ben, and Ben and I kind of met, and we started going down to the red together and hanging out, and it's kind of a cool way to get to know somebody when you're climbing, camping. (laughs) Getting dirty <laughs> outside, all that oh, good stuff. Okay. Oh, hence the baby. <laughs> okay.
1: Wow. That took a turn. Uh, so you've I mean but yeah, so for the duration of your relationship as well, you guys have been climbing um and then you I guess the, our listeners can't see, but you are currently pregnant now, so... Yes,
3: so I am currently 28 and a half weeks pregnant. So that's like um, five I, years
1: pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Five pregnant years.
3: I just entered the third trimester last past Saturday, so... I'm in the home stretch right now.
0: Ooh. Okay, so you know, for the sake of the podcast, we have Sarah, who is currently pregnant, and we're going to talk with her about what it's like to climb pregnant because it's still very fresh. And then we're going to talk with Julie about you know post baby and mm-hmm. what that's like. So, um, what? When did you and Ben get married? How long have you guys been married?
3: Uh, it will be six years this Saturday. That's awesome. So we Happy congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So we, we we waited a little while. Yeah, we kind of had some you know, time to ourselves, which is really nice. And now six years later, we got a baby on the way. So So was
0: that something that you got, that you and Ben had a conversation prior? Like, hey, are we gonna have kids or?
3: So I think we always knew we wanted kids. you know for for a good part of our relationship i was actually decided to go back to school Um, i i worked for a while for the first couple years and then i decided i wanted to go back to school and become a physician assistant which is a master's program Um, i had a lot of prereq classes i had to do for that so it was always kind of something that was on hold for us it was something that we knew we wanted to do um, however, it came a lot faster than I thought <laughs> <laughs> because I graduated this past December mm-hmm. and was looking forward to being out of school training. <laughs> and then but at the same time, you know i'm thirty two years old. Um, I now advanced maternal age for having children oh, wow. is thirty five uh, so crazy. I knew it was something I wanted to get on pretty soon, so That's cool. yeah awesome.
0: now, ha- can you talk to us a little bit? you know, from the first trimester to the second and third, what that's been like trying to rock climb? Have you been in the gym rock climbing? You said you kind of put training uh, like off to the side, but how 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 long did it take for you to find out you were pregnant? Was it like, we're trying to find out as soon as possible?
3: Um, it, <laughs> it's kind of an interesting story. I um, I didn't really know that I was pregnant at first. Um, it, like Julia kind of mentioned before, I was one of those people. I thought it was going to take a little while. Um, So I was kind of preparing myself for that if it was even possible to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Some people have a lot of problems with that. Um, It was one of those things where it kind of happened the first month of trying. Um, I had got home from work (laughs) and went out, decided I was going to go out for a run that day. Mm -hmm. And about a minute and a half into the run, my legs were cramping up and I was more tired than I have ever been on just this easy run in the neighborhood. (laughs) So I kind of pushed myself, you know, for a half hour, but was just, Dying the whole time, I came back. I was like, something's not right. <laughs> yeah. And I had taken a pregnancy test of, like maybe five days before that. I come back negative because mm-hmm. I thought there was a chance. Uh, so I came back and I took another test, and sure enough, it was positive. Wow. I just kind of knew that something wasn't right there. So okay, yeah.
0: So you talked about running and realizing it and running just quickly. I mean. What about in climbing? The first couple tri, tri- masters. Are we still trying to rock climb when we're pregnant?
3: Yes. So <laughs> is that, is I, that I try, So so I didn't notice it at all strength wise or anything like the week before i found out i was pregnant i was in the gym you know doing all sorts of stuff feeling strong again getting all excited taking giant whippers on the lead wall oh oh, wow (laughs) and then it was kind of like boom you know you're pregnant and it's it's a really hard feeling to explain um unless you're you're pregnant unless you know um, for me it was kind of one of those things where I freaked out I was like what should I do now should I still climb to what extent should I be climbing how hard should I be climbing and there's not a lot of information out there mm-hmm. I reached out to Julie yeah. <laughs> um, I read Beth Rodden's blog online it's with a really trying good to get some wow. Yeah, she trying to get some ideas. Beth
0: Roden. Beth Rodden's yeah. blog. So Tommy uh, mm-hmm. Caldwell's
2: ex-wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so
1: she's got some pretty she good is, information. She's
2: the, like pretty much the only information I was able to find uh-huh. was on Beth Rodden's blog. And there was another blog co- that helped me a little bit w- looking into the future about taking kids to the crag and then climbing pregnant. Co- I think it was called Mountain Mama, perhaps. Mountain Mama. I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Um, But that was really those were like the only that's two it? resources. I mean, there's so little research, and when I told my doctor that I was rock climbing, because I did continue to climb into pregnancy, it's like, I didn't even feel like I could tell my doctor. So
1: just gonna be like, no, no, because no. Because they're like, idea.
2: um, is that safe? I was like, I'm doing it in a way that's safe, you know, because there well, are- technically climbing is inherently- I'll deep. let Sarah talk a little more about that, but there are precautions you can take to make it completely safe. I mean, mm-hmm. safer than walking, actually, sure. <laughs> you know?
3: You might know more about those than I do, but... (laughs) Well, Um, just with the special harness
2: and stuff, you know. So
3: the first trimester... It, in climbing is very difficult. Um, I, I reached out to Julie a couple times. First of all nobody really knows that you're pregnant so to some extent you kind of feel like you're going through this yourself and you do go through somewhat of a state of depression a little bit. I mean you're exhausted. I'd say for five weeks during the first trimester I could not do anything let alone climb. And you're I sick. Couldn't, <laughs> yeah I I laid around. I took naps. Like I'm not a nap taker. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I'm like on the go. Um, and you don't really feel like you can talk to anybody about it. So it's, it's really hard. And, um, and at the same time, you're trying to figure out, you know, for me, climbing's always been a part of my life. So I'm like, well, how can I incorporate, you know, this pregnancy into my love for climbing and doing something I've been doing since I was 10, 11 years old. Um, so I would definitely one of my biggest recommendations is, is you have to do what you're comfortable with. Um, I reached out to a lot of people um Well, not a lot, a couple (laughs) Um, that have kind of been through this and got a lot of different feedback about, you know, well, this is what I did or this is what I did. And you really have to do with what you're comfortable. Um, You know, I've been leading since I was 13 years old. But I would say a week after I found out I was pregnant, I did not really want to lead anymore. And I have no issues leading. Mm -hmm. I will always go for it. I don't really have a lead head. Um, But for me, it was like, well, I could sit here and climb this 5'9", but what if a hold spins? What if a foothold breaks on me or something like that? Which is really, you know, it's probably not likely, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was kind of one of those things that goes through your head and it's like, if something out of my control happens and I take a giant fall, what risk am I willing to take to miscarry or lose this Mm -hmm. child? Um, And that's kind of the whole thought process throughout this whole thing. It's like, how far are you willing to go or how comfortable are you like knowing the risks of what's involved?
0: Okay. So, Julie, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about your experience or how much you remember, you know, being pregnant with Silas in the beginning? Or did you have a similar experience? Because we just found out it's, it's different for everybody.
2: Yeah, I would say my experience was similar. You know, I was a little bit paranoid. I had a lot of friends who had experienced miscarriages. So for the first like 12 weeks or so, pretty much every time you go to the doctor, you're like, oh my gosh, is everything gonna be okay? So for me, taking any unnecessary risks was not even an option. So I just, I stopped bouldering after about, I don't know, I would say like two months. And even when I would boulder, (laughs) Aaron would be standing under me like, I'm not even kidding, like his hands would be like. He's gonna catch you. He would basically, and it was funny, because like Sarah said, nobody else knew I was pregnant. I told a few friends, like close friends, um, but I wasn't going around telling everybody at like four weeks or six weeks, you know. Um, So I did boulder for a little bit, but then once I started to show even just a little bit, I stopped and I um, got a special harness. I had borrowed from a friend uh, and just top roped for the rest of my pregnancy. Oh, wow. That harness made rounds. Yeah. Well, it's it's still still making making rounds. rounds. Actually, the girl who lent it to me, I believe, is pregnant now again. Laurel, Laurel. yeah. Yeah,
1: that was really funny to me because it seemed like Laurel got pregnant and her and her husband, Josh, are very avid climbers as well. So they just bought a full body harness, which you are in the climbing industry at all, is not super common outside of young
2: kids, and it's really uncomfortable. It does not feel good, right? And especially from and rocks,
1: awkward, not like right at your face. But she bought it, and then it just seemed like every there was a weird phase where it seemed like there was always at least one you know soon to be mom climbing at Rock Quest. Oh, is that Laurel's harness? Yeah, how, you know Laurel. Well, that she's the one with the
2: harness. So I think she was looking for it recently too. She's yeah, like, "It's my turn again. Okay, I'm pregnant again. Where's my harness, guys?" But um that really helped. I mean, I was climbing like by the end I was cl- struggling up like 58, you know, like my center of gravity was completely <laughs> changed. I literally felt like a wrecking ball. I just peeled off the wall because I you know, just like barn dooring off of everything. Um but you know, I can say that I climbed till like, till I was like 8 months pregnant. So wow. <laughs> There you go.
0: That's cool. So, I mean, have you did you ever have to experience like any were you nervous of what other people thought i mean we talked about the doctor being like whoa i don't really know a lot about rock climbing sarah might have a different experience because her dad was a, you know is a doctor and does rock climb but obviously not her her medical doctor for, during her pregnancy but at the same point it's like these doctors have no idea what rock climbing is or how safe we think it is or how safe we can make it did you guys ever I mean did you have to deal with any kind of
2: um I did tell my doctor and I kind of tried to explain it and she was like well as long as nothing's obstructing you know your your belly and um there's nothing with impact you know she's like I'm just gonna trust that you'll do what you think is safe and right. I actually sometimes worried when I was in the gym that there'd be somebody who didn't really know anything about it It would be maybe a little bit judgmental. I never had anybody say anything or, you know, I never really felt bad about it Um, because it's, they always say with pregnancy, if you've done something for a long time and you're comfortable with the movement, that probably you can continue it. Right. throughout your pregnancy so i i felt like it was it's okay really like
1: sudden like if you had never rock climbed it's probably a bad time to start
2: i mean you probably just aren't going to do very well <laughs> right. it's still right. it's still safe you know um mm-hmm. to a certain extent um but yeah i had Blairs i trusted you know it's either my husband or a close friend and um i was just top roping so right you know well, anybody like, who I, rock climbs knows top roping is mm-hmm. pretty
0: safe as you can make fail safe yeah and i think really what it comes down to is like if there was going to be a risk, it would be in your belayer. I mean, like you said, top roping in general is quintessentially the safest form of climbing we can do. Um, and if there's ever gonna be an accident, it's gonna be belayer related, and it's like you had your husband, who's got tons of experience, who's using an assisted braking device. You right. know, like that, I mean, that's slim to none. So that's, that's interesting to hear, but so, you said everyth- you were climbing up until eight months. You obviously had some, you felt like the, you were getting a little drained physically and whatnot.
3: Yeah, I wasn't climbing well. I was just yeah. still k- kind of climbing.
0: <laughs> so, moving forward, Sarah, are you still climbing? Because you're...
3: Uh, yes, I just went yesterday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice.
0: So, I mean, is it any different now than it was in the very beginning? Is it getting any better, worse? What's going on?
3: Um, I would definitely say by the week it definitely starts to feel a little bit harder. I mean, it's it's really different from not being pregnant because you know that every week you're going to weigh more than you did the week before. (laughs) So every week,
1: and it's not in your control. It's not like I should have should have drank less beer. It's oh wait, there's
0: a no red point weight.
3: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You're You're not
0: getting to the red point
3: weight. So I. I'm very, I can be very hard on myself a lot. Like, I push myself a lot. I mean, I grew up doing this. I grew up competing in this sport for years and years on, like, a national level. So, I'm like, I push myself a lot. Um, But... I've kind of had to just humble myself down a little bit and I come to grips, like at least I'm still doing this. You know, I'm still doing something that I love. Um, but every week, you know, I'll go back to some of the same climbs and I'm like, can I do it this week, can I make it? And I I haven't really noticed a huge difference yet. I mean, I definitely notice it's getting, a little bit harder and mm-hmm. um, I get a little nervous I mean I will say you know every time I come home from climbing I'll usually pull out my little Doppler that I have at home and double check the baby's heartbeat and <laughs> make sure everything's okay I think
0: I would just do that every day anyway
3: um, because it is, it is safe and comfortable as I feel with it, it still is a little bit nerve-wracking to some extent. You know, even if I'm not taking giant falls, um, even if I'm pushing myself a little bit harder, sometimes I'm like, oh, well, is it okay to be pushing myself like this? Right. I mean, obviously I'm not pushing myself to a really hard extent, but it still can be a little nerve-wracking.
1: Have you noticed, uh, you know, inconsistencies it, you know you, obviously you know each week you said you're gaining weight and all that other stuff but have you noticed like more i don't know quote unquote off days right like sometimes like oh it's just not a great day for climbing has that can ha, have those increased just because there's so many variable i mean emotional physical all those variables has that increased your like okay this is just not a great day to climb
3: well there's a big difference between what you feel like you should do when you're pregnant versus what you feel like you should do when you're not pregnant. Sure. Um, like, I would say last week there was a day I was at work and I was planning on climbing afterwards. It's kind of a nice stop on the way home to avoid some traffic. Um, but I was feeling a little under the weather. And, you know, not pregnant, that's not a big deal. You know, yeah, I might feel like I've got a little sinus thing going on, not a big deal. But when you're pregnant, like you really don't wanna be pushing yourself over any sort of limit because you're supplying blood to this child that's growing inside of you. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of one of those things where just even to go climbing, I wanna make sure I'm feeling good and I'm not feeling under the weather um
1: so then you're i mean you're just a little if you're not going to push yourself past like oh, it's an off day it, it just be better to just go home and take it easy versus like ah oh, just yeah deal with, just deal with the whatever uncertainties and it'll probably be okay i've
3: gone in a couple times where i've maybe done like two or three top ropes and i'm just like i i just i'm exhausted today like i shouldn't push it let's go home Or something like that. I mean, you have to really listen to your body is Mm -hmm. one of the most important things. And Julie told me that.
2: Agreed. It's Um, hard, though. It's hard when you're used to just going, going, going. And then Mm -hmm. suddenly your body's literally telling you, like, it's time to stop. You need to sleep. You need to rest your body.
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: It's really difficult. Yeah, sure. Well, that's what's,
1: you know, I think a unique uh, attitude for climbers is that we aren't lazy, you know, even like I'm
0: pretty lazy. Uh, fair
1: enough, but <laughs> you know, we're not. I guess I'll take one for the team. I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> we're not like stationary. We don't want to just be in our house all day. Like we want to feel uh, That's the appeal of climbing. Is even on a bad climbing day, you still accomplish something. So for that to be lifestyles, and then all of a sudden now it's just like, well, I'm. It's not that simple anymore. And was that was that discouraging uh, early on? Is you know, because you know, Sarah, you said you you could talk to Julie, but. You know, you said there's not a lot of information out there. So did you find it harder to stay not even motivated, but, you know, encouraged in your climbing in general or even in your life? Because a lot of people treat climb. Ben even said it on our podcast about being a dad. Like it's kind of therapy for him. It's Mm -hmm. it's a way to cope. And Mm -hmm. did that Mm -hmm. did that really did you see changes there?
3: Yes, I would I would say one of the biggest changes I saw is I had been climbing in the gym a lot and you know, I was doing some 11s back on the lead wall. I bullied Ben for a while on things that he wasn't gonna fall on because I got kind of bored doing just like top ropes. I wanted to do top ropes on the lead wall and I felt pretty good. Um, and then we went down to the ride with Julie and Aaron <laughs> and went outside and mm-hmm. we went over to these short ten the gallery, I think Like it was. things that yeah. I, I would have been warming up on easily, you know, mm-hmm. like before being pregnant. And we got on them, and I felt horrible i I don't know I was maybe fifteen weeks at that time. And I was just sitting there and I could not even the one of the 10 started on an overhang and overhangs are really hard for me right now. I mean, extra <laughs> weight. I just do not do well on them. And I just remember like the first time going up, like getting kind of frustrated and being like, what's going on? And then Julie and I talked for a little bit and Julie was like, you have just got to like you know, like you are not gonna be feeling as good as you do not pregnant. She was like, you just gotta understand that it's a totally different feeling. And after that, I just kinda had fun. You have to, you
2: have to lower your expectations in a huge way. I mean, for me, I would go into climbing. I was never super serious about climbing until maybe like a year before I got pregnant. I I was kind of a very casual climber, nothing like Sarah. I'm not, you know, I was never competitive. It was always kind of like, I would come to the gym, it was my workout. But then I decided to actually start training because I wanted to see results, and I was breaking into 11s and getting really comfortable on lead and like climbing harder stuff than I've ever climbed, bouldering harder than I've ever bouldered. I was at like my lowest weight and then I got pregnant and it all kind of (laughs) went down. So, you know, and I was the first of my close friends in the climbing Mm -hmm. community um, to get pregnant, you know. So I didn't really have anybody to talk to except, you know, some people in the community that had had kids prior years before um, that I reached out to, of course, to ask questions. But um, I felt a little bit alone while my friends were able to continue climbing. So I understand. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, you guys both have spouses at rock climb. Do you feel like, what was that conversation with them? Do you feel like you're kind of stopping them from maybe going out and, and projecting? Or did, I mean, what is that? Is it like, or, I mean, Sarah, you sound like you're somewhat competitive just from the experiences you've had in rock climbing. Is it like, man, I want to climb just as hard as Ben, but, or? <laughs> <laughs> or I want to climb this as hard as my friends, but you know, do you feel like you're stopping Ben from going out and doing more or?
3: Um, I tried really hard not to do that. Um, I, so Ben's been really into mountain biking lately and that's, absolutely no no you know while being pregnant which was kind of a bummer for me too because I had just gotten this new full suspension mountain bike at the end of last year and was like we had gone out (laughs) in March a couple times riding I was really excited about it so Ben kind of goes through phases so I would say when I've been pregnant he hasn't been like super psyched to go out and crush projects and try really hard so to some extent that's been a little bit better but uh, it's not easy. Um, it's definitely not easy being the one who can't do anything while your spouse sits there and they can do everything. And they don't even really understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, they try to sympathize with you. Right, but, but there's only so much. But yeah, exactly. There's only so much because they don't understand what it is you're feeling. I mean, I, th- I would say the biggest the biggest thing that you can really say about it is, is it somebody telling you that for the next basically year, I mean, you know, 10 months of pregnancy plus you know weeks postpartum like you can't do or try hard and the thing that you really love most to do you know sports wise Mm -hmm. for almost a year and that can be really hard for them to understand, even for you to understand, while you're going through it, because you still want to be like I was, still really psyched on like training and listening to training podcasts and all this <laughs> stuff, and I was like, but I can't train right now. Not excited
0: about listening to our podcast, right. but yeah, uh, Whatever, podcast. that's
3: fine. Um, so I, I really tried not to. To tell him to ever not do anything, but it was really hard. Mm. And there were times when I just wanted to be like, you know, why don't you not mountain bike for like three to four weeks? And just, (laughs) you know, see, just, you know. Kind of get on the same level as me for just a month, you know. Like I've got to do this for ten months here, and um, but I never did. And we had conversations about sometimes just because it's really difficult. But like I said, I I try to talk to Julie, some and a couple other people who were into climbing that I know had had babies and been pregnant because it's really hard for the spouse to understand.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel, you know, because I I know a lot of times obviously there's that you don't understand and. Did that emotion flip to like feeling bad about potentially? I mean, especially if you've got a climbing relationship. Um, did it ever look? Did you ever feel, or Julie? Too? Did you guys ever feel like I am the reason he's not doing the things that he would We're getting like to better be better at doing? rock climbing? Oh, or?
2: I did, and I still do, even right now. I mean, it's it. Nothing's gone back to the way it was before we had silas and i mean i wouldn't change anything everything's great with my family but um i know it was really challenging for aaron especially like right after we had him but during my pregnancy i mean i i would train with him i was his belayer and i was no longer allowed to belay him so um if he wasn't proactive about finding a partner he didn't have a partner and he sure. was just boulder. so he was still kind of sticking to his training program but he would get kind of bored and i mean right. I, he wasn't able to to say, "Hey Julie, let's go to the gym and like train together and stuff." So, it was I think he lacked not motivation because he's he's motivated to climb. I just don't think it was as much fun because we were doing everything separately.
1: So, how do you guys deal cuz that's what's interesting to me is how do you deal with both sides of that coin? A wanting your husband or climbing partner to be devoted to you as a husband and a future father. And so it's not like we'll go out and do your thing, and I'll just be by myself, and that sucks. But then flip the coin, and now it's like, well, but I also don't want to hold you back. Like, were those active conversations for you guys, or was it just, I don't know,
2: we figure it out? Um, no, I mean, I Aaron still went to climb, and I would go with him too. I just wouldn't climb as much. I actually found another partner, another friend of mine, um, Sarah Cooney. She's in the climbing community. If any of you guys she's know awesome. her, yeah, she was actually my belayer. Aaron oh, never belay. Aaron rarely. I won't say never, because he did belay me occasionally, but it was really hard for him to belay me on top rope, you know, like it wasn't, he wasn't getting anything done that way. So he would go in Boulder, and then Sarah would climb with me, and we would often climb on the same nights so that we could still be at the gym together. Um, And then he, don't get me wrong, he would still belay me if I needed a belay, but um, generally, he just kind of did his own thing. Cool. But I continued to climb, just with somebody else.
3: (laughs) Uh, Ben's been really supportive I think in that aspect I I mean like I said Ben's into a lot of different things which is kind of nice for this part of my pregnancy because (laughs) I'm into a lot of different things but obviously climbing's been in my life the longest and probably something that I'm most passionate about Um, Ben has no problems going in there and just top roping with me and that's pretty much what he does every single time we go in I mean if we have other friends in there he'll lead a little bit but he's not like crazy psyched about climbing right now compared to like some of the other sports that he likes to do so that's actually been kind of nice for me because we'll just go into the gym we'll do some top roping no
1: expectations just yeah
3: just have fun with each other and then maybe while I'm at work he's off you know mountain biking or trail running or doing something like that sounds
0: like a trophy husband
3: He's, he's out
0: there just doing his favorite things and I'm at work while I'm pregnant. While I'm
1: pregnant. Hoping
0: the top rope when I get off.
1: Granted, he's like a you know, he's a firefighter, so he saves lives and no. stuff. I'm yeah, the cool you know, he's, he's stuff. Yeah. I, I work at the gym while Jeff makes all the money. I don't you know, yeah. save people's lives. Yeah, or so like that.
0: maybe we should start a Patreon page. <laughs> or something.
3: Word. He, he was always really supportive. When we first came out with the pregnancy, I think I was about 13 weeks. And I, we were so excited about it, but you have so many emotions running through you. Mm. And I remember going into Rock Quest. It was pretty busy that day. And we had just kind of announced it, you know, through like Instagram or whatever, so people knew. And everybody was coming up and congratulating me. And I was over by the 2 face wall, like on the other side Mm -hmm. of it, um, and there was nobody really over there. And I just burst out crying. And Ben was really supportive because I think he kind of understood, you know, it was just hard. Like everybody's sitting here congratulating me about this, and it's something that I am excited about. But at the same time, you have to be so unselfish because you have to give up so much to carry a baby that long and you just go through a whirlwind of emotion so i was just like broke down and like every time somebody would say you know congratulations so i try to act really excited about it but, but also w-
1: like could you please leave me alone I'm, i've been told that <laughs> so, a million times already
0: so let's i would love to do like a like a counter right so i'm gonna count we're gonna hold a tally so <laughs> sarah how many times does someone try to touch your stomach you know, pregnant. it's
3: not that much, actually.
0: Well, you're still—it's still fresh, right? Fresh. <laughs> you still got some time left.
3: Um, you know, people—people people really haven't tried to grab my stomach that much, especially in climbing. Like somebody accidentally hit it the other day. Oh my god! Like, oh, dear God, I'm
1: so sorry. Is the baby okay?
3: <laughs> no, it was—it was fine. It was kind of funny, but. It's one of those things I haven't really dealt like that. And even like like we were in the gym, Melissa Wagner was in there last week. Mm-hmm. And she was just kind of looking at it. And I was like, you can touch it if you want. Oh, wow. She's like And she was like, I've never touched a, like a pregnant belly before. <laughs> You're my first. And I had always kind of been the same way. Like I had never like really gone up and touched a pregnant woman's belly or anything like that. I haven't had too many problems with that. But I've still got, you know, 12 weeks yeah. to go. So I think.
2: Was that a thing for you, Julie? I didn't have anybody come up to me unsolicited <laughs> and touch my belly. My belly. I definitely had people ask if they could touch it, but not even very many. Right.
1: I mean I still remember Jewel, I don't know if you remember this, but yeah. um we were at Mad Tree and you were clearly not drinking beer. <laughs> I was not. And my, my <laughs> wife and her twin sister were in town and so we're like, Hey, let's take you to Mad Tree and there just happened to be a bunch of people over there. Yeah. And I've never seen two Women like gush over someone. They're like, "She's the most adorable thing I've ever seen." Oh my gosh, she's so cute! And I was, and you were just like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Thanks. I'm pretty
2: sure I was feeling probably super huge and gross at that point. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, everybody can see my giant belly, and I didn't really. It's funny because everybody, you know, I think I had this idea of pregnancy and how it would be like just my belly getting bigger, and it would be like this cute little round belly. No, I got big everywhere. I was swollen. <laughs> um, I Like everything got huge Like none of my rings fit My shoes stopped fitting I mean it was not cute
1: <laughs> Did that <laughs> In my no, opinion Did that And Sarah for you Does it Did that mess with your desire To go and rock climb I mean was it just like I'm ugly I can't fit in my climbing I mean climbing shoes are tight They're supposed to be And I've actually had Several people Through the gym They for some reason Thought it was a good idea To buy climbing shoes While pregnant And now they're not anymore Like they're too big now I'm like well yeah, that's a whole other thing. So has that messed with your drive to go? And, I mean, just emotionally, like, I don't even, I'm ugly, I suck, I'm heavy, I don't want to climb, whatever that is. Was that a significant factor for you guys?
2: I'll just really quick say, and then I'll turn it over to you, Sarah. But I, I when I was pregnant, it actually didn't deter me because I thought, oh, I'm pregnant. This is like a good excuse for me getting bigger and heavier, <laughs> you know. Um, and my shoes didn't stop. I wear my, I have Miras, and I wear them really, really. Um, I don't wear them super super tight, sure. so they they still fit. I mean, they weren't super comfortable, but they still fit. Um, I have another pair of shoes evolves that no longer fit me even after I've had my baby, so that's kind of funny. But um, it's actually harder now to get find motivation wow. to get to the okay. gym because I have like you know ten fifteen extra pounds on me. That wasn't there pre-pregnancy. I no longer am pregnant, so I can do all the things I did before. But it's really difficult to find the motivation to boulder when I can't do the same boulder problems I could do before. Did you, you think know?
1: that those would? I, I like. I said I'm. We have no ex- experience <laughs> yeah. with this. But is that? Did you think okay, I'm going to have the baby and then, boom, I'm ready to go again, and that, or you know. I, it,
0: Boom it, is what happens after you have the baby. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Boom. Boom. Well, like it's just, okay. <laughs> I really, I thought that I'd get, you know, I told myself I'll get back in shape quickly, but a lot of things happen that you don't. Right, plan like you and...
0: had just had a baby.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that... And the
0: baby is like just because it left your body doesn't mean, doesn't doesn't mean right. the Remnants
1: of what it did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it I, did stuff. Mm, it wreaks havoc on your body. Yeah. Right? So it's
0: or you it, got to take care of it. And
2: I was <laughs> and I was nursing him too. The whole, you know, up until about a month ago i was nursing him Mm -hmm. for almost the entire first year so my body was just like hanging on to everything i'm just now you know a year and you know a month after having him starting to like lose that extra little bit of weight and it's still so challenging to try to get that weight off sure so that's a little hard so
0: sarah do you have like any fears please tell us (laughs) Any fears Just that, on the man, here. when I come back, I'm not going to be able to flash 5.12. I might have to start on those 5.10s again.
3: Well, listening to Julie, I have a lot of fears. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I can ease some of your
0: fears, though, too. Um,
3: <laughs> I can try to. So too. far, I, I've i been lucky, and I haven't gotten too swollen. However, I know that Julie didn't get a super swollen until maybe like 36. 30- Six weeks.
2: And then at 37 weeks, I had to be induced because
3: <laughs> they were worried about. <laughs> so all of I think it. we'll just have to see. I wear my climbing shoes really tight. So I'm kind uh, of nervous about that time I go to put them on, and maybe they're just <laughs> not going to fit too well. Um, but I've been okay. I did have to, I mean, I, I had to go into the pregnancy harness. I think I did that about 20, 21 weeks around there. Um, my other harness was starting to get pretty tight, and <laughs> I was kind of got a little nervous because I was showing so much at that point point. Um uh, postpartum, I'm definitely one of those people who I'm hoping I have a really nice birth and maybe like two weeks later I can just be out climbing again. Um I have these ideas of wanting to have, you know, a little bit easier like spring projects something like that
0: like this spring you want to have a project like this spring
3: <laughs> wow and baby's, <laughs> it's possible. baby's coming doing. out when? we're not talking anything December 22nd <laughs> okay. is the due date so
0: come like well, April, birthday. April we're putting down the project
3: yeah so okay. you might be let's sleeping by three months <laughs> you'll be okay let's look for new projects now um but I mean I also I don't I don't want to put too much pressure on anything like that because I can't control what's going to happen. You know, if something happens and I have to go into a C-section, that's going to put me out for a little bit longer than if if I just have a regular birth and that's something that's out of my hands and I'm completely just, you know, take it over and mm-hmm. and we'll see how it goes. So I'd like to think that I'll be back into it right away, but I can't control it, so I'll just yeah. have to see what happens.
0: So we have, I've run into you and Aaron at the crag with Silas, yeah. and I was <laughs> blown away by how good you were handling it, because first off, you know, I don't, we weren't climbing in the most, uh, we weren't climbing in the best conditions at the River Gorge. It was swampy. <laughs> it was terrible. I think it might have been July. So
1: everyone's just in a bad
0: mood. <laughs> yeah, and I was really. trying
2: to get Silas to nap outside, and yeah. it was hot. I yeah. mean, that part wasn't fun, but I we actually got him out at, um... He was only eight weeks old the first time that he was at the crag with us. So
0: what I, I mean, in my experience, meeting people, all, you know, normal people who don't rock climb, it seems like maybe when they have a child, they kind of just stay inside because it's a lot easier to stay inside and not go out and be active. So did you guys ever have, did you ever have a fear like, oh man, as soon as we have Silas, like we might not be able to get outside as much to go, go go rock climbing or go do these other things that we're interested in. Did you have that fear and how did you overcome it and what's it like now?
2: Well, Aaron, um, when, he, when he heard the baby's due date was like, great, right before fall season. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, we didn't really have a fall season, but we did get out and we talked about the fact that we want Silas to grow up outside and, and just be used to it and be adaptable. Um, and we did get him out a couple of times when he was a little older, like closer to six months, and he's he just snapped outside, like in our coats, and we just sort of took turns watching him. We always have to go in a group of three at mm. minimum, right? Preferably more, so that
0: it's so there's a couple there's couple less work on the yeah. So there's
2: like more people that kind of help out. Now Silas is now mobile, so that's going to be a whole new challenge this this you gotta year. You got to get that, that playpen. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out like some kind of setup out there. Um, I've had my buddy
1: take in a pack and play i'm not like we're we're probably
2: aaron refuses he won't do it (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to figure out he
1: was real comfortable at roadside yeah okay that's five minute walk we'll just climb at roadside all the time
2: definitely like kid kid friendly crags now (laughs) like nothing where he can run off the edge of (laughs) something (laughs) um but yeah we always planned to get outside and just continue maybe not in the same way we did before but we've been figuring it out i mean it's definitely been a learning curve
0: sure has it felt like much more difficult i mean how much so for an example if someone called me tonight and said hey i want to go to the red you best believe i'm gonna be leaving at 7 a.m tomorrow and i'm gonna be going to the red so like how much time or preparation do you feel like you guys need to get out there i
2: mean when we take silas down there it's like packing the packing the whole house um we actually have kind of a nice setup because our family, um, Aaron's parents recently acquired a cabin down there. So we have like a family oh, cabin nice. where we go with with family and um, have... People to watch Silas if we want to go out and climb. Um, Shout out granted, to grandma, grandpa, Yeah, exactly. And they love spending time with him down there, and it's it's fun for everybody. Is, but is
0: Silas, the first grandchild. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So everybody's Hashtag blessed. Everybody's
2: yeah. fighting over him anyway. So right now we're pretty lucky. We're eating it up, but um, uh, so we get out a little bit without Silas. Actually, when we went down with Sarah and Ben, we we had Silas back at the house, and it was really nice to have like five or six hours away. Does that,
1: uh, I'm literally like, I'm eating all this up because I'm like, I need to know this for me, right? Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a kid one day is, does that for you and Aaron, even when the kid's not there, does, is your mindset, are you ever, I don't know if distracted is the right word, but clearly your priorities change as parents. So has that affected like, okay, Silas, he's one, he's with grandma, grandpa, are you nervous about that at all while you're out enjoying or is it literally like whatever we'll be, they'll be fine. They have raised kids. So mama's
0: having a martini. Right? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a crag beer. Right.
2: I finished, I, now that I'm finished nursing, it's a, it's a huge relief because I know that he'll be fed and that won't be an issue. Okay. Um, and for a long time it was really hard for me to leave him, but I've finally gotten to the point where I'm like, He's fine. Everybody's, you know, everybody's fine. Um, I think Aaron's a little more... I, I have this connection to Silas as his mother, I think, where... I understand why. Yeah, where I'm just... I'm always thinking about him. Like, I'm thinking about him... Obviously, I'm talking about him right now, but I'm thinking about him constantly. Um, and so is Aaron, but I think in a different way. Sure. Like, he's he's not... He doesn't have that same... I mean, you carry a child for almost right, I mean, my dad was like... 10 months, obviously, you know, you know
1: my, I always thought my dad... Logically, could be like, you know, whatever, versus. You know, my mom, definitely, as a young kid, I even still remember, because I was the idiot jumping off stuff and busting my <laughs> head open and all that. My dad was like, whatever, he's fine. I'll just get stitches in his face. It'll be fine. My mom's like, oh, no, I don't know. So is that like, he's just like, okay.
2: It... That sounds like it's going to be our dynamic because, you know, I always tell Aaron, I say, you know, when he's a little older, you can take him out to do stuff, and I just, I'm just going to turn up the, the other way. And just don't tell me until Just don't tell me about
0: it, you know. Silas took a 40-footer.
2: <laughs> two pieces blue. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to know about it.
1: it he never belayed but he followed on trad
0: this year. So like that was sweet.
2: At two.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah. You had a little baby helmet. It's okay.
1: <laughs> well, that's yeah. exciting. So Sarah like, you know, is are those part of your conversations now prepping up cuz again, two serious climbers um, are you worried about that dynamic for later on?
3: Yeah, I was actually just talking to a friend last weekend about it, just mentioning that it's going to be so different because we can't really take spontaneous trips. like. I can't just be like oh yeah we'll go to horse pens with you you know <laughs> for the three days this weekend or something like that because you have to make arrangements and plans right. so it's just it's going to be different you, your priorities are different you you have somebody else that you're taking care of um, but at the same time it's exciting i mean luckily you know julie and aaron have a baby we have a couple other friends who are really excited about our baby so. you know
1: val at the gym <laughs> val's like the gym mom anytime someone she wants you to bring babies <laughs> just so she can play with them while you're going and climbing. So I
2: walk into the gym and she just takes Silas from she me. She doesn't even ask anymore.
1: <laughs> I remember uh, you guys know uh, uh, David Ortiz used to set at the gym. Mm-hmm. He periodically pops in and she's like, yeah. "I know you're not leaving without letting me hold your baby." <laughs> and he's got like 30 kids now. That's so awesome.
3: <laughs> I think I'm I'm really excited about the future. And I think being somebody who grew up as a child climbing. Like it's kind of obviously I don't wanna push them into anything that they don't wanna do, but at the same time I had so much fun growing up in the competitive scene climbing that I think it would be really fun to get you know, our daughter into that and like it would just be a really cool thing to do and (laughs) watch her grow and learn and take their take her out to the red and develop that relationship in the outdoors with her. So we're excited about that too, I think.
0: Well, I was just talking with a friend of mine. About like the dynamic of you know a young girl rock climbing and a young boy rock climbing. The boys are always terrified. They're always screaming. <laughs> they're always losing their minds. And, and the girls they, crush it. The girls just crush. It's stupid. <laughs>
1: it's like they, I re, I remember, uh, you know the Borings, Brad and Tiffany. They mm-hmm. brought uh, they they had twins, Eden and Audra, and they're I think for their two year old party. We don't. I can't afford to buy gifts for every child kid in my life anymore yeah. so it's like hey bring them to the gym we'll go me and jess we'll we'll go climbing with them or whatever and we're like these two-year-old girls are so like there is no way they're gonna do well and then like bam every wall we put them <laughs> on they just sail up like it's nothing and they're like talk good job adjo get to... like they're talking to each other and i'm like i just did a homeschool class for a kid a, f- a five-year-old boy who cried out the door just because i wanted to put a harness on him <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. every kid's different, so
3: can only hope she'll be a little crusher., yeah, <laughs> so we'll right. see or, just, yeah. Silas
2: is starting to climb ladders now. We had a uh, we were painting in our cabin last weekend down at the red, and uh Silas eyed the ladder and every time it was out, he would go up and try to climb it. So we decided to just like kind of spot him and let him climb the six foot ladder and he climbed to the top, probably. I mean he loves climbing stairs, so we're hoping.
0: <laughs> so is he walking?
2: He's walking. Wow. As of about not even two weeks ago, he's walking, and now he's running. I
0: mean, oh
2: gosh. pretty much <laughs> say, Silas, come over here, and he runs the other way now. So. Can you <laughs> taught him
0: how to fetch yet? Can he, like, kid <laughs> dad a beer yet? <laughs> that's what I, I mean. If I was going to be a father, that that's, like, fetch number one. Fetch dad's juice box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get your cup and then not get quite dad's yet. cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just out of curiosity, I mean, how scared were you about being pregnant and how how is that like did that change uh if you wanted to get pregnant i mean it's got to be terrifying i mean for me i'll never experience it but i as a young woman i can't fathom like that's something you're signing up for nine months i have a problem with like gym memberships that want me to go for like three months so a baby would be insane so
3: So I don't think you really know what you're getting into until it happens. Um, You know, I knew we wanted to try. So when I first found out I was pregnant.
0: Well, trying's the fun part. (laughs) So you're like, I knew I wanted to try, like really knew I wanted to try.
3: (laughs) So when I found out I was pregnant, I was really excited. And then I think it kind of hits you at the same time. Um, You know, a lot of women out there, like it is like their life to be pregnant, and I totally respect that, and I think that's really cool. Um, I feel like when you have a very adventurous lifestyle and you really like to do some of the more extreme sports, you kind of have this double pull going on where your adventurous lifestyle is pulling you in one direction, and your desire to be a mother and have a family is kind of pulling you in the other direction, Um, and I feel like that it does get to be a little bit terrifying when you're sitting there and you're like four weeks into this and you're like, I've got, I've got 40 weeks of this. And right now I feel awful. And
1: (laughs) what's going to happen (laughs) next week, let alone, you know, third trimester.
3: Exactly. And, you know, I'm in my third trimester now and I still have ups and down days. I mean, I still, you know, it's getting into Red River Gorge season in the fall and people are heading down and Ben and I can't really just go down and climb by our right now because I can't go yeah. out there and lead belay can them. come climb with us <laughs> which is yeah we, which is fine but you know at the same time people talking about their projects and stuff I get so psyched for other people like I would have so much fun just going down there and watching other people try their projects like I just love being down at the red it's a really special place for me um but you know at the same time it's like when everyone's talking about it and like I'm getting really psyched up My about it
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> I'm getting like really psyched about the season and then I'm like oh it's not really a season for me though so it does it has a lot of ups and downs kind of throughout the whole thing it's terrifying throughout the whole thing I mean you you never know what's gonna happen next like you know I I don't know what's gonna happen after the baby's born so (laughs) you just kind of you know fly by the seat of your pants I guess
0: okay so I mean we've talked mostly about you know what it's like to be pregnant and, and rock climbing and what it's like maybe after you have the baby and that dynamic Um, is there anything that you guys would, any kind of advice you would give a young woman or a a married couple, or I guess you don't have to be married, but just a couple in general when they're trying to make that decision, is there anything that you should really consider before you decide to, you know, two rock climbers want to have a baby or a rock climber and, and someone who doesn't rock climb?
2: Um, I mean, I'll say as somebody who's a big planner, just be aware that you have to, um, Expect the unexpected because b- things are going to happen that are out of your control. Um, you're not going to have that same freedom after you have the baby. Even if you have these expectations that you're going to go outside all the time with your kid, you know, stuff might come up. And you just have to be prepared to deal with those unexpected obstacles.
1: What about the expectation? I mean, what is it? How do you manage the psych? When you want to be stoked about your husband, your partner, or whatever, but also, but for yourself, but also, you know, as husbands, how can we help manage expectations for our wives who climb? And as women, how would you say, like, what's a healthy way to, you know, help manage your own expectations, specifically as a climber?
2: Well, specifically right now, like, you know, we have a one year old, so. <laughs> Um, in the evenings, like getting him to bed and stuff. We have a really specific routine that we've had since he was like probably six weeks old. And it's like bath time, you know, read a story, take a bottle, go to bed. And it's actually kind of a lot of work, you know, like making sure, especially when that baby is tired and like ready to go to sleep. So what I do right now is make sure that Aaron at least gets one night in the gym a week, like at least minimum one night, usually two a week. Um, Maybe not always in the evening, because sometimes it's kinda hard on me to be home like two nights. you come home
1: and take care of your son?
2: We just kind of like share the responsibility. But then he also always allows me to get out of the house. Like he's very respectful. Even yesterday, for example, we were out and about and he was like, why don't you go out for a little while and I'll take the baby? Because he had gone to the gym in the morning by himself. We do everything separately now, which is hard that's a really hard adjustment um, because somebody always has to be watching the baby. But um, if you have family that lives in town, take advantage of family who offers to babysit because we have family that agrees to watch him so that Aaron and I can go to the gym together like one day a week. Aaron over super here is a superstar husband.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I got oh, expect geez. good thing. My wife doesn't listen to these podcasts very much, so <laughs> she's oh, my, my wife is never. She's to one. so I don't, I don't have to worry about like <laughs> being a superstar like Aaron over
2: here. I mean, it's hard, like he struggles, you know. He actually picked up a new hobby. Um, he started woodworking right before the baby was born and <laughs> has built like multiple pieces of furniture because he needs an outlet. He needs something oh, sure. to do um, and he's at home a lot. So he just works down in his workshop and it really helps keep him sane. So just, I would say like as a man, you know, if you're not able to always get out of the house, like find something that makes you happy and that keeps you sane afterwards.
0: Perfect.
3: I would say on the pregnancy end of those things, um, being the female, I would say, I think I mentioned this before, it's just total unselfishness. I mean, and I think it's that way after the baby's born. I think you, you're you always putting something else first at that point. Um, for the husband, like I said, I, I'm pretty lucky because my husband works 24 hours on, 48 off. So he kind of does what he wants while I'm at work mm-hmm. <laughs> and then does what I want <laughs> yeah. when we're home. Um, But just be in tune to what, you know, what she's feeling. Um, Try to sympathize with her a little bit, you know, try... If your wife is really into climbing the way that you are, um, you know, maybe maybe it's not your season to to crush your hardest project or like really like be training four days a week, going all out while she's sitting there and can't really do the same. You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't you shouldn't be out doing stuff or trying hard, but maybe tone it down a little bit or just try to be a little more sensitive to what she's going through.
1: Or I guess at least understand that you can't understand, and <laughs> being okay with like I'm I, I'm trying, but also if she's gonna feel that way, y- you guys are the ones carrying the baby, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think if you're if you have a good partnership, it kind of happens naturally. Like Aaron has climbed a lot less in the last year than he's want you know wanted. Um, he's not getting out to the red every weekend like he used to um, spontaneously. I do um, encourage him to find friends to go down with, especially now that Silas is older and more manageable. Like he's not waking up all night. He's sleeping through the night. So I'm getting to sleep. So if he wants to go down for like a Saturday, I'm like, go just get out and have fun. But, um, you know, that didn't happen initially at all. <laughs> so, so there's a
0: buffer. There's <laughs> definitely
2: like a time when climbing is not even on the radar.
1: So, you know, just to kind of cap it. Cause we always say we want the podcast to be, you know think what what do you wish you knew so as as a new mom as a soon-to-be mom um, are there any is there anything else just that hey keep in mind here's something we wish we knew going into it that we know now that you would like to impart on us just even not it could be completely unrelated but you know you guys are the the experts here so
3: um I think I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier and that you just listen to your body and, and pay attention to what you're feeling. Um, like I said, I tried to read all sorts of stuff and talk to all kinds of people, but ultimately you're only going to do what you feel comfortable doing. Um, so just kind of decide what that is and go with it because you might start to have some doubts, but if you feel comfortable with it, then just go (laughs) I think that took me a while to kind of realize because I was always so trying to be so cautious and I was like well you know so and so led up to this many weeks or they boulder to this many weeks and I just wasn't feeling comfortable doing that Um, but yet I was fine with top roping so I think you just got to stick to what what feels best for you
2: yeah along those same lines I would say listen to your body after after you have the baby as well because A lot of changes are happening really quickly. Um, There's hormonal changes, you know, like right after you have the baby, there's really intense hormonal changes on top of sleep deprivation. Sorry, not to scare you, Sarah. These are just realities, though, about- Welcome to your future. But it's, it's short. I mean, the first couple of months, the sleep deprivation is real, but it's it happens, it's all over so quickly. And well, I imagine it
1: seems forever in the
2: moment. Oh, in the, the moment, then, like, you're like, am you're I, like, I ever gonna oh, sleep again? I was really only pregnant it, for nine months. Right, a big deal. <laughs> looking back on it, it's like you kind of have am- amnesia about it, <laughs> like, which is probably why people are able to have multiple kids. <laughs> um, but also, you know, if you're feeling bad after you have a kid, listen to that feeling, you know, because I think there's this really horrible stigma about, like mental health after having a child, it is a huge, huge life change. Um, It's a huge hormonal shift. Um, And coping with the changes can be really difficult. So if you're having any issues, like I know I've had some issues, definitely dealing with just, I mean, I so much, my son gives me so much joy and seeing my husband be a father to our son gives me so much joy. But if you feel like something's just not right, definitely don't hesitate to talk to a doctor or to reach out To your family or whoever don't suffer afterwards if if things don't feel like they should
1: and you're not alone i mean i think that's at the end of the day oh for sure we like to i think all of us even as climbers something goes wrong we just say it's our fault if this happens as on the route we should have done better and but like don't feel like you're by yourself because there are other people and you know sarah you've mentioned how great it's been having julie Especially because she's so recently gone through it. Uh And that's been a huge comfort for you, so.
3: Yeah, and I would probably just say, and I think Julie would probably go with this too, that if anybody ever gets pregnant and needs to reach out to somebody or has questions about it, I think Julie and I are both really open to talk to anybody about what they're going through, or give them advice, or
1: just help them through first, it. Definitely, uh, yeah. Better climbing beta <laughs> affiliates. Yeah. If you yeah. Need, yeah. you need just hit us up, and we'll put you in touch with them. I'm totally
2: <laughs> transparent and open to talk about whatever. So
0: perfect. Well, sadly, we're we're running out of time, but I want to thank you guys so much for coming in and talking to us and helping two idiots um, <laughs> hopefully have a better level head. Yeah. <laughs> when or if we do, you know, become followers someday, that our wives will maybe have a, a, a good transition and can get on to their spring projects. Right. Right and after. And if not, will
1: we know who <laughs> yeah. to send our wives to when they yeah, need to Exactly. Talk to
0: so, uh, you guys will do
2: great.
1: <laughs>
0: so, again, just thank you so much, Sarah, for talking and Julie for talking to us. And I hope everyone learned something. Yep. All right. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening.